Hi, lovely listener. Just a quick note. You're listening to an episode of the podcast, which was recorded before the show changed its name to Tea with Kings and Queens. So now you know. Enjoy. Tea with Queens is proudly supported by Kogarashi Coffee, who deliver in-season speciality coffee from small farms straight to your door. For a 10% off treat, head over to kogarashi.co.uk and enter the code QUEENS at checkout. That's K-O-G-A-R-A-S-H-I. Hello my loves, I'm Carly Deering and welcome to Tea with Queens, the podcast where I chat to some of the most exciting performers in Dragon Burlesque. Today I'm chatting to drag king Hellraiser Zach of All Trades, a relatively new king that's having a massive impact already and if you haven't checked out his digital performances, head straight over to Instagram after this episode. We talk all about cosplay, horror prosthetics, emo and I get a bit overexcited about my chemical romance. Enjoy! So today I'm very excited to be talking to the anarchic, gothic, cyberpunk prince and swoonsome emo dreamboat, Zach of all trades. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming and speaking to me today. It's fantastic. Um, How are you? How are you coping with the world right now? Wow. Well, that's a loaded question. That's a loaded Mm. question. No, I'm I'm not doing too badly, actually. I, I think it's kind of it's the new norm for everyone and i i guess i'm coping as well as i as i can uh yeah i'm just a bit bored really i feel like i've done everything <laughs> but so yeah how, how are you entertaining yourself you were doing a lot of performances oh gosh don't, don't get me started yeah i i kind of uh, i think i overdid it a bit <laughs> i'm taking a bit of a break now but um Turns out entertaining myself. I uh, well, so recently I actually finished my uh, university degree. So the last few weeks have just kind of been crashing and burning, just from all the like chaos of handing in. Um, well, chilling now, but I think I've just I've just been I don't know tidying my room and playing Animal Crossing. Really, that sounds <laughs> oh. great. <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah. I know. I wish it was more punk rock and edgy than that, but really, I just I I love my sweet animal villagers. <laughs> Me too. I've neglected mine for a few weeks. I dread to think what state my town's oh, going to be in. Oh I'm worried God. about it. You, you uh, can spend loads of time plucking weeds. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But then the villagers are judgmental, aren't they? They're passive aggressive, yeah. and I I can't deal with that very well. <laughs> so what did you study? What was your degree? So I took uh, makeup for media and performance at uh, the Arts University in Bournemouth. So very, very closely linked to uh, drag, I suppose. Yes, but one of my questions is about your incredible makeup and sort of horror makeup oh. and gore <laughs> that you sort of incorporate into Zach and your performances. So is that all linked together? Which came first? Well, so it's an it's an interesting one, really. So uh, yes, yeah, so all my course, I'm I'm mainly a uh, prosthetics person i my final major project i made a uh silicon and expanding foam uh dismembered corpse so that was fun and because i think i want to go more uh more down prop making and uh, creature effects now but in terms of uh relationship with zach i think makeup's always been quite a big thing for me and um you know when i was a kid i used to do like face painting parties and they were awful (laughs) but you know you've got to start somewhere but no I think 
I don't know, they, I, I kind of split them up into two things in my head, my kind of prosthetics and gore and makeup-y things. And then I've been I've been dressing as a dude for a long, long time before Zack even existed. So then being able to mesh the two together, it's just every everything I do is very much connected, I think. So uh wasn't that hard of a transition. It means I've got the skills and the things to be able to do, you know, do them both and put them together really. Do they sort of inspire one another, do you think? Um, I suppose I suppose so. I, I kind of I think my makeup and stuff is more skill based rather than I, I don't know. I, I don't I I think it's I've now got the tools to be able to do if I just have an idea for something big and gory I can now do that with my degree and all that stuff so um I'm not sure if that makes sense mm-hmm. but um yeah I think well so um another thing I've been uh I'm also a cosplayer so I've been yeah I'm not sure how many drag artists are or were but it, it seems quite you know that they all go together um so I've been cosplaying for about eight nine years now i think um you know that's kind of when i said i'm gonna be a cosplayer now <laughs> but like I've, I've always enjoyed uh costumes and changing my appearance is a big thing uh and being able to do that through i think uh, it's, it's interesting really because zach is the only part of my various different hobbies that's kind of a constant look you know zach you can recognize him he's got his traits even though i could probably make him look a thousand different ways it's nice to have that sort of stability well i know what he looks like he's not you know he's consistent if that makes sense i hope i I hope he's consistent i'm not sure (laughs) definitely he's instantly recognizable even when he was blonde oh my god you know you knew straight away there you are you know it's yeah it's great who were your favorite uh, characters as a cosplayer to dress as um well so i started i'm trying to think so i I have a lot of um inspiration mainly from video games and i i started out dressing as a lot of uh female characters like i did did some vocaloid cosplays i did a lot of kind of japanese video game uh characters and then i started I, i love going to conventions everyone is so lovely but sometimes when you're dressed as a female character people can be a little weird and it's not it's not very nice and I think when I was you know because I was a young teenager when I sort of um when this was starting to happen I then found male characters that I just adored and then all I would do was cosplay male characters so my main uh probably my the biggest cosplay I've done is um Handsome Jack from uh Borderlands and that sort of then I don't know. It's just natural for me to. I, I just prefer the male characters, and you know, I, I don't know. I've developed more now. I'm older, but I think it's just, yeah. I just. They, they, it was a very easy transition between the two, if that makes sense. It's interesting that you started out dressing as the female characters because they are so hyper feminine, aren't mm. they? Oh no! Don't tell me about <laughs> it. Yeah, I think. Well, it's interesting because. I do enjoy that in certain aspects because, so I kind of, if I'm a bit all over the place, I kind of categorise my brain into three main things. I've got drag, cosplay, and just fashion. So I, I love alternative fashion a lot. And I uh, <laughs> I always look like a million different people 
anyway, either hyper feminine, hyper masculine, but then me and myself, I feel quite, you know, with the way I dress is normally quite androgynous, but I switch between the two. So it's all a bit all over the place. So I don't necessarily mind that female characters can be hyper feminine, but the fact that Zach gives me the kind of platform to be as masculine as I want. I mean, obviously femininity, masculinity, don't really exist and it's just kind of arguable but um you know but in terms of traditional what people would think of i I suppose um yeah i don't know my brain's a whole bunch of a million different people so it's quite confusing to uh try and explain i suppose (laughs) so do you still cosplay now uh i do a lot less because my degree was so incredibly intense um i didn't really have time for much and when you're doing makeup constantly the last thing you want to do is put it on your own face um so so not as much but during kind of quarantine i'm trying to get back into things but um now the weather's boiling i don't really want to put on a million different layers of of things but my, my focus has definitely been on Zach now because I can do what I want with him you know he's he it's not there's often a fear uh, when you're cosplaying characters to look exactly like them but Zach he can look however he wants because he came from my brain so <laughs> yeah well let's talk about him then so tell me Zach's origin story so um I've always kind of it, it sounds a bit weird but I've always sort of idolized emo I was about to say culture. Is it culture? Who knows? I kind of yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a life it's a lifeline. You know, I I, I've always idolised the emo aesthetic, so to speak, and um, you know, darker, goth, alternative, visual K sort of fashion. I've always been interested in, and um, I don't know. Zach just came from, you know, a kind of mush together of every all of these aesthetics. And I'm, I'm it, it's interesting because I'm not really sure where he came from. I came up with the, uh, so I, you know, I've been dressing as a man for a long time, just doing it for fashion, didn't call it anything. And I still, if I want to just dress as a guy, I will, just because, you know, like I do what I want. <laughs> but um, so Zach specifically, uh, I came up with him in the shower, which is fun. I was at uni and I was in the shower and I was like, oh my goodness this is his name. This is great. I will go with that. Um, but yeah, I think he's, to answer your question, I'm not really sure where he came from. I think it's just this kind of idolization of emo subculture and being able to mush that into this kind of, I don't know, just he's an aesthetic rather than a specific person if that makes sense I'm yeah. not really sure yeah absolutely um, and because I saw you first with digital drag online mm. at the start of lockdown which is the one main positive for me is that I've got to see so many new performers during lockdown that mm. I wouldn't necessarily always oh, see in Liverpool um and it is that the the digital performances you put together are aesthetically like really fantastic (gasps) so (laughs) what's what's digital drag like for you how different is it to live performances because you've got these fantastic backgrounds and props and makeup (laughs) and presumably stuff that you wouldn't normally do live Mm, yeah well I think it yeah digital drag is an interesting one because it's there's a freedom to be able to do things that you couldn't normally do on stage or more you can do them I think I feel like in my head 
in theatre and just uh, performance, you can do anything. There is always a way about it. You know, I my makeup skills are specifically in film and TV, but I love theatre and, um, you know, being able to pull something off on stage in front of a live audience is more impressive than doing it over film, I feel. But I think it's definitely... It's more, it's more relaxing. Actually, no, that's a lie. That is a lie. I think it is more, digital drag is more stressful for me because I'm very much a perfectionist when it comes to editing. I love filming and editing things. I I used to make YouTube videos when I was younger and um, I I film a lot of uh, things for university. But I I think... It's kind of a it's a it's a double-edged sword really because one you have this freedom to be able to stop the camera and be like okay I'm going to take a breather I'm out of breath I've been headbanging a lot this is stressful but then there's less adrenaline because being able to do it on stage it's this you know three to five minute rush and then you're off stage and then you feel like a rock star but when you're doing it at home it's kind of a bit like eh. you know it, it, so it's I, I have enjoyed it a lot, but I definitely pushed myself too far and uh, ended up in every show under the sun. Yeah, it's really impressive, really impressive. <laughs> but then uh, what's that done for your exposure? Well, it's quite funny how doing digital drag has really increased my following and exposure, really. And, you know, much more so than performing in person because I... I haven't done many pro- proper quote unquote quote proper shows if that makes sense because so I I basically I started out performing um I, I went to the um I went to GYMK the bar in Bournemouth and they've got a lip sync competition and I never really thought of uh I didn't well I didn't know it existed and Zach was always just a thing I took photos in my bedroom with and I never really thought about performing and from that I, I, so the first time I, I ever performed, I ended up winning the lip sync competition. Wow! And then and then went on to I was able to be the support act for Latrice Royale when she came uh, to the bar. And then I managed to um, Crystal Lubricant, who's the uh, uh, who was the host at uh, Fierce Fridays. She asked me to come up to London to do some things at bar whatever at the Royal Vauxhall Tavern. And then I went back twice uh yeah i went back another time after that so in terms of the amount of proper shows i've done it's probably five or far well less than five so and then to be able to do it digitally and suddenly a lot of people are messaging me saying hi zach we want you to be in this it's surreal really and it's quite funny that because i feel like personally doing things in person is a lot more kind of admirable than doing things online and that that sounds that sounds bad but that's just my personal opinion of what I do so I think it's kind of it's funny really it's just sort of blown up in my face and people you know you asked me to do an interview which I never would have thought of I did you know I was just um you know some emo kid who (laughs) performed in Bournemouth a couple of times so you know it's it's really it's it really shows the the wonders of the internet you know what I mean yeah yeah so. Do you think it's a particularly good time for kings as well? Because kings are massively mm. underappreciated. So hopefully, mm. to get more kings a recognition they deserve, it, it hopefully is a positive time. No, absolutely no, a hundred percent. I've I've seen. I think for drag in general, I have seen more underground 
people than I ever would have in person because you're doing it from the comfort of your own home. You can just log on to Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, whatever. And definitely, I think kings are finally, you know, people people want us. People, we we we. I, I don't know. We we give something different and new and exciting. Yeah. And I've made a lot more friends who are well. I ne- I never knew any drag kings until for for a, a long time sorry i can't words now <laughs> i yeah i didn't know i wasn't friends with any drag kings and i didn't really know of any drag kings until just a bit before digital drag became the thing that it is now really, really? Um, and you were already doing zach yeah no yeah i was and i think i know you know i've not i've known people in bournemouth and that's not uh, saying that i didn't have any friends who were kings but i i've known so many people I've got to know so many more people now because of this. Um, and it, well, yeah, it's, it's quite interesting because before I'd performed at DYMK, I'd only ever been to one drag show and I still have not been to loads of drag shows unless I'm in them, which sounds very <laughs> conceited, but it's more just a, I never really, I kind of just fell into drag, if that makes sense. And I appreciate it so much more now. And I, you know, it's such a big part of my life, but definitely i think that people want us kings and they go oh this is a new side of drag that we may not have thought of before do you know um yeah i i'm not sure if that makes sense yeah yeah. absolutely so your first performance zach was that lip sync where you won i was going to ask you what your first performance was like but that's pretty incredible yeah so what was the song what did you lip sync to (laughs) so i did uh i'm not a vampire by falling in reverse and uh yeah so the first time it was it was bonkers really because i've come you know i came from quite a drama performance background anyway which linked with makeup and stuff you know i did acting gcse and a level and stuff like that and i i remember being at uni and i missed there was something missing when i was there i was like why i don't feel like i'm properly being myself and then my my good friend lisa said oh hey at dymk they do this lip sync thing you should do it and I just thought, you know, and I was already sort of doing Zach, so to speak, where I would, you know, he was a character. He was someone I would just dress up or go on a night out as. <laughs> and then and I thought, OK, you know what, we'll, we'll do this. And then I think I prepared about a month beforehand. It wasn't anything particularly uh I don't know, uh, challenging, but I just came up with, I choreographed this thing, did the song, and suddenly everyone was like, oh my God, this is a drag king. He's kind of edgy. Wow. Because I never really knew that Bournemouth had a drag scene. I, you know, it's just never really, I don't know, Zach was just something I did as a hobby and I didn't really think of drag in the outside world. And yeah, I just kind of fell into it. And then next thing I knew... I was in the so the, the way they bleh, words the way it works at uh, Fierce Fridays is everyone comes up performs does a song does a mix uh, does a dance whatever you want to do and then they pick the uh, Crystal who was uh, hosting it when I was there picks the top two people and then they play a song and you have to lip sync for it. Oh, wow. you, you don't know the song you just have to go for it and that was terrible well I, I don't think I was actually terrified at the time I just kind of did it and I was suddenly you know uh, she called my name up and I was there with my now really good friend Scarlett and uh suddenly 
uh, Teenagers by Mikem was playing, uh. and I was like, thank God. <laughs> I was like, thank God, because it could have been anything. Because in my head, I was thinking it's probably going to be Beyonce or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm going to have yeah. no idea. And thank God it was my thank God for my chem. Thank you, <laughs> Dad, you know. Um and and then I just you know, we just kind of it was just a blur and then it was over and suddenly I was covered in confetti and I'd won and I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> I you know, this is just something I did in my bedroom and people actually like like what I do. And then yeah, and it was so surreal uh going backstage afterwards and um uh, getting my prize money and then being told to add people on Facebook, get, you know, for the next show. Oh. And then I, people were following me on Instagram. So, and I had someone go, Oh, can I get a selfie with you afterwards? And I'm like, I'm just, you know, I'm just some emo kid. What was happening? <laughs> yeah. But very weird, but it's just, it, it is all, the whole thing has been very surreal for me. So when really. did that, when did that happen? So that was March last year wow march 2019 that was so then with social media being so important uh for all of this now do you feel pressure to keep creating content for it and getting stuff out there particularly after you know such a fantastic start to zach's career (laughs) thank you yeah i yes and no really i think uh, you know, I'm giving myself a break now because mm. it was, I always told myself, I said, if drag becomes something stressful and I don't enjoy it, I'm just going to stop because I'm not, you know, because I don't want to hate him. You know, I love that man. I don't want to hate him. <laughs> and uh, and I think, you know, there is somewhat pressure because the way, I, I, I mean, Instagram's algorithm is very confusing to me, but I think it's a, you always want people to be updated and I have a specific kind of layout on my Instagram that I'm kicking myself for, but I started and I was like, oh, everything's going to be in threes. It's going to look aesthetically pleasing, blah, blah, blah. Um, And I think there is a thing to be, you know, updating people. But now I want to, you know, chill out a bit because I don't want to put all my content out there on the internet. It's quite, uh, it's quite nerve wracking in terms of, I have this fear that someone's going to suddenly steal my mix and then perform it with a bigger audience in person or digitally. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why I've kind of stopped for a bit because I want people to want to come and see me in person when this is all over, hopefully. Um, Because I've got so many ideas for things that I've been working on before lockdown happened, sets, mixes that would that have such a high impact i like to think in person rather than digitally so um there there is a pressure but i'm just trying to i don't know wean myself off making putting everything out there Mm. that's just personal uh, reasons but you know and it must be hard because you must be getting requests all the time now because there are so many shows going on well thankfully (laughs) thankfully people have quietened down and I actually haven't had a lot of requests which I'm so glad about like I love it when you know they went through a week where people would I'd have three people messaging me saying can you do this can you do that and it was wonderful but I think now with digital drag I think everyone's spent their money so people can't tip people or don't you know or people have seen everything already and I think I don't know. I love seeing people create things and I love how big digital drag has become, but I think Mm. it's become, it's quite, it was new and exciting at first, but I think it's kind of, it's a bit old news now. 
which you know it doesn't mean I, i'm not here saying oh people should stop doing this not in the slightest i think it's wonderful but personally i don't want to i don't want to put all my best ideas out there mm. just to sit on an instagram post that a few people will like you know so on that score what are the differences for you between me say watching you at a digital drag show yeah. and then me coming to see you live well um I, you know i say this with only a few shows experience in well, person it's okay i i think that's an interesting one i think in in person it's a lot more raw which sounds kind of cringy and like oh just my art is very edgy and stuff but i think it's it's more i i feel like there's more of a connection because after when i was at the um rvt doing bar whatever so i did that twice um you know i had people afterwards come up to me and say wow that's amazing and that's so lovely i you know i want to be able to talk to people face to face and um get to know people rather than it being behind a screen and i think in a in my live shows i i like to do i i don't know oh, that's really it's <laughs> a really hard question i think i i've had a lot more kind of reveal slash gags planned that are so much more effective on stage mm -hmm. that because for, for example my um I did I, I called it kink mix because I wasn't very creative and I was like I can't think of anything else to call this but um you know there was the part where it cut and uh suddenly I had white hair and had a Y incision and was all chained up and that was sick and so much fun to do but, but to be able to do something like that but suddenly it changes on stage yeah I think is you know I, you know I've got reveals and ideas in my head of things that are more impactful in front of a live audience i know this probably isn't giving away much because i'm like i want to plan these ideas in my head so i can do them in person but i think I, I maybe it's just personal experience but i think being able to watch somebody in person doing something with no takes is a lot more uh not inviting what's the word a lot more it draw it draws you in more mm -hmm. i think and that, that's probably not very <laughs> not selling myself very well for live shows but um, I just, I think there is more of a connection with the performer in person. It means you can go and chat to them afterwards and it's, it's more of an event to be able to go, okay, well, where are you performing next? Maybe I'll go and see you there. Or you, you watch a show and suddenly there's a performer there that you didn't know existed and then you want to follow them after. I think digital and in person go hand in hand, but each on their own, I think live performances stand up better on their own if that makes sense yeah um, I, I totally know what you mean about performance I think if if you can see a performer stripped away from all the bells and whistles and the graphics and everything else on a stage with nothing behind them and they can hold your attention and do something exciting that's like the mark of someone really you know really fantastic to watch and I think particularly with your style which is raw energy and punky then <laughs> you, you know you can just carry it um mm. I think that's that's exciting no, I agree. No, thank you. I think it's, I, I think, you know, I look back at the, you know, so on my Instagram, I've posted clips of my live videos from before I started doing digital drag. Mm. And I only post clips because I don't like posting full things of in-person ones because then I want people to come and, you know, if I do it again somewhere, I don't want someone to go, oh, I've seen this on Instagram. What's the point? Um, and, you know, though watching back videos of me doing something live like you said stripped back all this stuff i am more proud of 
yes, I took spent hours filming, editing or whatever, and that is just as important. But I think being able to watch myself do these weird facial expressions and stuff on stage and scare an audience, um, I, I think I'm it's a lot more kind of invigorating and makes you want to go oh hell yeah look at this person this is you know and, and for me as a performer it's so much more exciting I think yeah I mm. want to ask you as well about audience reactions to you you know you said you've only done a few performances but they sound pretty amazing so what have they been like because your approach as well is quite different to kings that I've seen too again mm. because you're punky and edgy and emo and <laughs> I don't know aggressive's probably it's not quite the word I no, want. No, no, I, I, you can use aggressive. I don't mind. I kind of, I, I it, it sounds bad, and you know, I, I'm, a, I like to think I'm a lovely person. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not nasty as Zach, but I like to be able to have that aggression and kind of, yeah, like, punk oh, energy, level, yeah, maybe. Exactly, punk energy. Um, but yeah, no. So in terms of reactions, uh, so, uh, so the first time I ever performed, you know, I was very much when I performed, I just kind of blinked and it was over, and. Um, when I watched videos back and my friends afterwards, it was re- it was so lovely. I had about fifteen of my uni friends come to watch me, and it was fantastic. And afterwards, you know, I watched back the videos, and my friends said, "You should have seen Crystal's face." So Crystal <laughs> sat there, you know, on the little table on the side watching, and apparently her mouth was just like open the whole time. And I watched the videos back, and you can see it. Nice. And it's it's brilliant because you know i was completely unaware and um the fact that the she then asked me to uh, come up to london you know bar bar what is um they have Huge. the house performers yeah they've they've got the house performers and then they've got the kind of open mic bit which i did where you know new performers can come but it's so i don't know to have people cheering and i don't know it's you know maybe it's maybe it's vanity but it you know it feels nice it's like hell yeah people can you know, I'm standing on stage after finishing, I'm a big sweaty mess, but everyone's, you know, everyone's still there for it. Um, Yeah, I've had, I'm trying to think of specific reactions I've had. It's all been positive, thankfully. Mm. Um, I think the only, the only negative reaction I've had wasn't even in terms of performances. So I had um, quick quick diversion at at, uh, uni, I decided to host my own art exhibition recently uh called pseudo masochism i was very nice. much like oh i want to do all the stuff and um it was a way for me to combine my uh my makeup uh, application on other people because makeup on yourself is just as important but i think it, it's such a skill to be able to do it on other people and i managed to be uh to kind of meld that my fashion and zach together so a lot of i don't know on my instagram i've got a lot of photos of me with a red background and that was one of the characters that was in my <laughs> hit my notepad <laughs> which was in my exhibition. And the only negative feedback I had was I put a, um, I had like a digital form that people fill out afterwards. And everyone was so positive, all my friends, family, and people who just came were so lovely. And then someone, so I had these big photos of me as Zach, my friend modeling for me, and then me as another character on the walls. And someone filled out the form and was in a very grumpy mood and was like, oh, I don't wanna have to see uh zach cringe smile the whole time or whatever and i was like but you spent the time to read who it was what it was about and like and people you know i think that's the only thing that's the only negative feedback and i don't really care it doesn't matter yeah there's always one but um you know and i'm sure there are people out there that hate what i do and don't like me and that's fine but overall i'm surprised really the lovely and amazing reactions i've had you know there was 
I don't know why I, I thought that more people would go, that's a bit weird. You know, not that anything I do is particularly, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's particularly like, oh God, I can't watch that. That's horrendous as in gory or whatever. I mean, I could do if I wanted to, but I think um, I'm just surprised the amount of, former or current emos or people that just you know i was gonna like, oh, say i understand <laughs> i think also it's it's great time because we are going through like an emo resurgence at the moment as well and it's really hit, hit a note with me <laughs> a g you know. note i hope um, <laughs> oh god that was bad sorry <laughs> yeah no i agree it's it's kind of I, i'm glad that i give people i can give people this kind of either nostalgia or fresh new angst you know I, I don't know I'm I people like what I do and I'm very flattered and I'm glad that they do so who do you like watching and who inspires you so this is an interesting one so in terms of inspiration when I came up with Zach and when I come up with my concepts I never really I just you know I just have ideas and I'm sure I've had inspiration from somewhere but it's never from specific drag artists mm. if that makes sense yeah. i take things from different media and then turn them into drag um but in terms of so i you know i have a lot of inspiration from uh the classic emo boys like kellen quinn and um i want to say i use a lot of falling in reverse songs i don't like ronnie radke and i don't agree with him as a person i don't think he's very nice mm -hmm. but it has his songs capture that angst kind of cringy angst that i like and i really take you know it's more music that if i hear a song i go that's the kind of i don't want to use the word vibe but that's the vibe i want to go for mm -hmm. um in terms of drag artists i think uh, like i said i just sort of came up with zach and i never really was a part of the drag community but you know i've um i think uh, the drag king spiky van dyke is great I love him so much. I think he's uh, he's fantastic. And then obviously, uh, I I followed uh, Landon Sider before yeah. he was on Dragula, and I think it's you know it, it's it's great that these kings are just I see them and they're just so cool and so powerful and I love the aesthetics that they have, and um, yeah. But I think and, and I, I think they're they're amazing. But in terms of inspiration, I think I take things more from songs clothing and yeah. art more than you know more than specific people if that makes sense yeah of course um, and do you feel more part of the drag community now oh no 100 percent. yeah, yeah. no 100 percent. i think it was just because i sort of like i said i sort of fell into it me dressing as a guy was just something i did it was never you know i never called it drag mm -hmm. and um even Zach, I know I, you know, I am a drag king, but I, he's not just a, he's not just a face I put on, but you know, it's, it probably sounds cliche, but it is, he's very much part of me and he of is me. And so I don't feel like he's strictly a drag king, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But I, um, yeah, I know a hundred percent feel part of the community now. I think it's just... It, it's all it's all new for me and I've made so many friends and I, it's kind of it's it, I feel like I've always been part of this you know 
part of this art if that makes sense but um I, i learn something new every day i make new friends every day and it's wonderful it's great you know seeing all these talented people it's just fabulous and where would you like to take Zach next? Or ideally, where would you like to go with him? Mm. Um, or would it be with Zach? Would it would it be with another sort of facet of your creative personality? Mm. Do you think? Oh, well, I think I, I think Zach's here to stay. Hundred oh, percent. I think he's <laughs> he's he's only just started. I think any other things I do will be separate from drag. Still performancey, but that's more my fashion and stuff. I like to I like to keep the different aspects very separate even though they meld in some you know meld together in certain aspects but i think i I have a lot of ideas for physical in-person performances not sure when i'll next be able to do them but i'm just constantly working on them um you know if it's either sewing things making a mix just listening to music and going oh this would work well here but um i think in terms of so I, i was asked last year i think crystal sent me um the form to apply for gold rush um and i would have loved to do it Mm. but i was so deep into uni and i was like i just don't have the time i'm gonna end up i can't i can't afford mentally physically and also money wise to be able to just keep traveling up and down from london every it was either every week or every month i don't remember what it was um so i'd love to enter a competition like that I think because it would just be fun it's not even about winning I just think it'd be fun but also I've always said in my head um so so two things that I want to kind of do with Zach I've always said I'd love to perform in Brighton um because the first ever drag show I went to see was at uh at a bar is it bar or club revenge in Brighton and I've always said my you know I know I've kind of quote unquote made it <laughs> if I can perform where I first saw my first drag show. Yeah. So I'd love to do that. And then also um I am working on and I've done a lot of it with digital drag already, but I I want to um I know I feel like most drag artists do this, but I really want to uh write and release a song and a music video because a lot of my inspirations are from band members and um you know being able to film digital drag it's made me feel like a rock star and i plan music videos in my head all the time so i think (laughs) that would be kind of a different aspect of digital drag but more uh, mainstream i suppose more just general media i think would i would love to do so that's kind of in the works we don't i don't know but that's sort of where i'd want to go next but i think it's just you know the more exposure and the more fun i can have the better absolutely well my final question for you then Mm. would probably be what would your merch be for zach because i always want to see merch i love merch (laughs) well so that's a funny question actually so i actually um <laughs> so one of the times I performed at Fierce Friday, so I did it a few times afterwards just for fun, not to c- properly compete or anything, just for fun. And I actually um I made my own merch. Oh great. I, I wore it and so many people were like, Oh my god, Zach, when are you gonna release this? When are we gonna see this? And I don't know, it's weird because in my head I'm like, but I drew this. He's mine, I want him. But then <laughs> but then so I think I you know, so I have kind of already made merch, but I want to go back and tweak it before i release anything but i definitely have ideas of different things i could do um so i'll, I'll see if i can I'll, I'll send you a picture after of the shirt i have it's in my drawer somewhere yes, but um 
yeah and i was uh, i actually got i got roasted uh, the other day for <laughs> um in my mu uh, music video <laughs> like digital drag thing of uh, <laughs> think about things i made my own like i painted my own um eight-bit version of my face on a shirt because that's yeah what I, I saw have. that it's fantastic. that's what they have in the uh, thank you that's what they have in the music video even though it, it looked more like a minecraft face than anything but you know <laughs> hey ho um and people and my mate was like oh is that uh oh you've, you're repping your own merch i was like no that wasn't merch that wasn't you know so it, <laughs> so it's in i've had drawings and stuff on my uh digital tablet that i've done because i'd want to do it all myself yeah um and because I draw Zach a lot anyway, and I drew him before he was real, if that makes sense. So hopefully, maybe at some point, maybe if the demand gets higher, I feel like I need to, I think I need to do a few more in-person shows perhaps before. I feel like I'm worthy of releasing much. I'm not sure. Okay. We'll, we'll, see, the, we'll see what the demand <laughs> is. Oh. And then where can we find you? Instagram is full of lovely stuff about Zach, mm. isn't it? So is that the best place to go? Yeah, so I only really, in terms of Zach, I only really use Instagram. Yeah, so it's just Zach of all trades with three Zs at the end because I'm always tired. That's where it <laughs> nice. came from. So yeah, that's just, that's only where I I post. I don't really, don't use anything else. But yeah, people can find me need. there and, and give me a message. Give me a comment. Say hi. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today. No, thank you so um, much for inviting me. And I, I hope I can see you in person very soon. But if no, not, we so will... Uh, <laughs> catch you on your instagram no thank you so much thank you Thanks. so much <laughs>Hi again, it's Carly. Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you want to find out more or get in touch, head over to teawithkingsandqueens.com.